the $100 MBA show. Whether you want to build your own business or be better at it, you've come to the right place with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today, you will learn how to fire an employee. Sometimes things don't work out with the people that you hire. And you need to have a plan of action and know how exactly to let them go. You need to do this in a fair and professional way to make sure that you and the employee that you're firing walk away from the situation in a calm and professional manner. There's lots to cover, so let's get into it. Let's get down to business. This jam-packed episode is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace recently launched their latest version of their platform, Squarespace 7, which has a completely redesigned interface, integrations with Getty Images, and Google Apps. They have 15 new templates and an incredible feature called Cover Pages. Try the new Squarespace at squarespace.com MBA and enter code MBA at checkout to get 10% off. Let me preface this lesson, firing an employee, with this statement. Letting somebody go, firing somebody from your organization, from your business, even if you're a very small organization, it's just you and the person you just hired, should be a last resort. A lot of new entrepreneurs don't realize how much cost is involved in both time and money when it comes to hiring a new employee. Finding somebody to work for you is a lot of work. And if you can avoid it, if you can turn a bad situation and turn it into a positive one, that's going to save you a lot more in the long run. But... Sometimes it is the resort you have to take, and that's what today's episode is all about, how to handle that situation, how to fire somebody, and make sure that you're being fair in that process. This is not an easy thing to do. Firing somebody from your organization by its nature is confrontational. That's why I put this lesson together, make sure that you can navigate through this difficult situation with some plan in place. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is you should never fire somebody suddenly. All of a sudden, you just fire them with no warning. That's just not fair. The only exception to this is if there's foul play in effect, meaning that they've done something that's really wrong in your business, like they've embezzled money or they just were sleeping on the job consistently and they haven't really done any work or something like that. Basically, they're not holding up their end of the bargain in a major way. In those cases, yes, firing somebody suddenly makes sense. But most of the time, that's not why you're firing somebody. Most of the time, you're firing somebody because they're just inadequate. They're not good enough for the position. And I would say 80% of firing somebody, that process happens before they actually get fired. You need to justify. You really do need to justify why you're letting somebody go. I know it's your business. I know it's your company. You can do whatever you want. But if you want to do something in a professional way, doesn't leave an irate person leaving your company, bad-mouthing your company. And with social media these days, it can get really nasty. So whenever you're hiring a new employee, whenever you take on a new person, you should always track their progress or lack thereof. There should be some regular checkup meetings, regular reviews. What we do at The $100 MBA is we have a major review in our business with any of our employees every three months. This is a major sit-down talk over Skype. We look at their work in the last three months, how they contributed to the business, how they fulfilled their role, and have they met expectations, have they exceeded expectations, That's a major sit-down, but there should be smaller sit-downs like that throughout their time, so maybe once a month, maybe at the start, even every two weeks, but you should track their progress. 
When I say track, these things need to be documented. I mean, you're taking notes in these meetings and you're sharing these notes with one another. You could do this on a Google Drive or you could do it through email. So there, that way there is a paper trail. There is some way to track and look back. Hey, we talked about this a few times. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Now, obviously, if they're just getting started, they have to learn their job. They have to get used to what they're responsible for. So there might be some bumps on the road. You got to leave some time for a learning curve. And obviously, when you're correcting them, make sure you praise them for the things they did right, not just what they did wrong. Now, if they're consistently doing something that is not part of the job, or they're just doing something wrong, or they're just being neglectful, this needs to be documented and tracked. You need to discuss what happened exactly, and you need to ask them, why is this happening? When you have an employee, it's a two-way street. They're responsible, you're responsible. So make sure it's a discussion. Maybe they didn't understand something. Maybe they need more training. Maybe they applied for the job thinking it was something else. Now, if something is going on where they're not doing their job correctly consistently, and it's affecting the business, obviously, because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing and something is lacking, you need to discuss with them a correction plan, meaning how will we correct this behavior? How will this happen? How can we change this? How can we improve? In that discussion, you also have to discuss what will happen if they do not improve. So let them know, listen, I need somebody who can do one, two, three, and four. If you can't do these things within the time allotted, you know, I'll give you a month or two to get in the swing of things. But if you can't pull this off, if we have to have this discussion a few more times, then I'm going to have to replace you. Make sure they understand that reality. You need to give them warning. They need to know what's going to happen if they don't pull their weight. This is part of being professional and being fair and just having a frank conversation. Hey, I have a business I have to run. I have to make sure that this gets done. If you can't do it, then I'm going to have to find somebody that does. And I can't pay two people to do one job. But make sure you end it by saying, but I hope that you can do it. And then you do do it because I would love to have you on because it's a headache for me to actually find somebody else. You know, you could be honest with them. You know, I'm rooting for you. I want you to stay along, but I need you to do these things properly. Now, if things continue to not improve consistently, when I say consistently, I would say three times is the start of being consistent. You may want to stretch it to four times if you're feeling generous. But every time you need to address it, hey, we talked about this, this is what you're supposed to be doing, you're not doing it. Or hey, this is what the job looks like, you're not doing the job, this is what the job is. Hey, you know, I need you to be on time, you're late this time, I don't know why you were late, I understand you had an excuse, but this can't happen again. You need to address it every single time it happens, and you need to do this in writing through a Google Doc or through email. Now, back to my point, if it's happening consistently, three, four times, you need to start thinking about hiring somebody to replace them. I would actually hire somebody before you fire the person you're going to fire, because you don't want to have a lag in time where you fire one person and then you can't find somebody else in the meantime. So hire somebody. Get them trained up on the tasks that person is doing. So you'll have a little bit of an overlap time, maybe a month. And then if things are not improving and you need to fire this employee, you need to have a meeting with them. I would not send an email. You need to have a face-to-face meeting or on the phone. It has to be in person, even if that's virtual, like on Skype or on the phone. And you need to have a frank conversation with them about why you need to let them go. Now, when you have this meeting, let them know why you are firing them. Clearly, don't prance around it. Don't say you're laying them off. Be honest. Hey, listen, we're going to have to let you go. We're going to have to fire you because of this reason, because this is consistently happening. And as you can see, 
you know, on this day we talked about it, and this day we talked about it, and this day we talked about it again, and things are not improving. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to let you go because this is not something that I can maintain. Now, you need to be fair. You need to give them some warning because this person needs a job. They need to work. Now, when you were hiring them in the first place, you should have stipulated how much time you need to give them warning. It could be two weeks, it could be a month, but you have to give them a period where they can look for a job. So let them know, hey, you're still working for us for the next two weeks, for the next month. We're still going to pay you. And you know this is what we agreed upon. If things didn't work out, this is what you're going to get paid out. And you follow up that call, that Skype call, that personal conversation with them with an email detailing everything you just talked about, along with what they're going to get when you let them go, their salary, whatever you agreed upon. You thank them for their time. You say you wish them well. And if you'd like, you can offer them a letter of employment, which means just a letter that says that this person worked at your company from this date to this date. This is not a letter of recommendation. You're not recommending them because obviously you wouldn't recommend somebody you fired. But it's a letter to show that this person was working at this company. This is especially useful for people that work overseas outside the U.S. It's a way to verify that they were working at somewhere. And the U.S. is not as important but it still can be of value to somebody. And it still shows that this is not personal, this is professional, and I want to make sure that you go with as much value as possible. You're gonna get the money that you were promised as well as maybe something that can help you get a job. Make sure you frame this conversation where you're firing the person that this is just not a good fit. It's not like you're a horrible person, it's just that your skills are not a good match for this position and I need somebody that can do this. You're probably great at another position at somebody else's company and if I had that position that you would be great at, I would have hired you, but I don't. I got one more piece of advice when you're firing an employee, but before that, let me tell you a little bit more about today's sponsor, Squarespace. Building a website can be tough. Even if you know your way around coding, creating something that looks great and works great is time consuming. But luckily, there's Squarespace. Squarespace helps you build amazing looking websites in no time. And now with Squarespace 7, their new platform, they have 15 new templates you can choose from. It integrates with Google Apps, and now they're partnered with Getty Images. And of course, you get all the classic Squarespace features of beautiful, responsive design, 24-7 support on live chat or email, commerce, so every website comes with a free online store, and it's only $8 a month, and you get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for a year. You could start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code MBA. That's code MBA to get 10% off your first purchase. And by doing so, you show your support for our show. Thanks, Squarespace, for supporting today's episode. Check them out. Guys, firing an employee is never easy, but one piece of advice that can make it a little bit easier is to remember that when you're letting somebody go, you don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be nasty. You could be kind. You could be a nice person. And I found when I had to fire somebody and I did it in a professional, kind way that's considerate, the person goes being okay with it. They're like, all right, I guess we're not a good fit, but hey, I understand. This happens. So don't confuse being professional or having a plan with being mean. At the end of the day, they're still a person. They still have feelings. They still have emotions. Let them know why you have to fire them. Again, you can go through the discussions you had in the past with them. But at the end of the day, it's just not a good match. All right, guys, that wraps up today's episode. If you have any questions, you can email us at contact at 100mba.net. If you want to show your support for the show, drop us an iTunes rating or review. 
You can learn how to do that at 100mba.net slash show. We will love you forever when you do so. It really helps our ranking in iTunes and helps us reach new entrepreneurs. Guys, I want to leave you with this. Running a business sometimes has its difficult moments. Firing an employee is one of them. Dealing with some sort of loss or maybe having to let go of a project or a product that's not selling. You're going to have some ups. You're going to have some downs. But remember that you're always learning. You're always growing. You have to have these moments where they're challenging so you can grow. The better you handle them, the better you'll be as an entrepreneur. It's not always going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be tough sometimes. But it keeps you on your toes. And you didn't become an entrepreneur to have a boring existence, right? You want a little bit of um, challenge and a little bit of excitement. And sometimes in those challenges, there is excitement and there is ways to overcome those challenges that make you feel better about who you are and better as an entrepreneur. So take them with stride and know that it's par for the course. It's just part of being an entrepreneur. So find comfort in that. Find comfort that you're experiencing what everybody else experiences that is successful. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care.